Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm so pleased when guests come back and we can expand our discussions from prior interviews. And that's the case of my next guest. Before I get to that, I want to remind you that we've interviewed oh, several hundred, over 750 advisors, authors, and thought leaders. And you can find all of their interviews archived at our audio library. Uh, that's uh, 750 advisors, authors, and thought leaders categorized in 40 different categories, everything from family business issues to your health and well-being to life after exit, quite a few different topics. You can find all that at ExitCoachRadio.com. And don't forget, our mobile app is available by putting in ECR Mobile into your mobile phone. My next guest is uh, Stephen Snyder. As I mentioned, he's been with us before. He's from Hana, Hawaii, which is my favorite place on the on the planet. And he is the author of the book, Focused Passion, How to Be Better, Faster, Smarter, and Happier with Far Less Stress and Much More Passion. And uh, I love talking with him. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks again for joining us once again. Thanks, Bill. It's wonderful to be back. Uh, I always enjoy talking to you. Thank you. It's a, it's a, my pleasure. And um, I want to get right into it. You talk about focused passion and those two things together um, conjure up an image that, uh, first of all, you, finding that passion for a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of people, and they say, when I found my passion, it was like a, the clouds were lifted and, and I had new energy. Let's talk about what it means to be focused on that passion. Yeah, that really is the key because, you know, focus brings to power the power of the conscious mind and passion brings to bear the power of the subconscious mind. And when the two minds come together in that marvelous way, focus, passion, that's like the zone, the flow. Uh, it's the alpha brainwave state. And it's an amazing experience because, well, like focus, your thoughts are like the steering wheel pointing in, in the direction you want to go. But the passion is the gas pedal. You know, the passion is the, the accelerator that gets you moving, you know, intensely in that direction. So when you put that together, when you clearly see what you want and your heart is just engaged in that process, that's, that's the most wonderful and powerful state the human mind can experience. So total focus, concentration, and amplified passion and interest in one thing. It's awesome. So the focus is the steering wheel and the passion is the gas pedal. Um, do most people have the vehicle um, or there's a lot of people searching. Let me put it this way. A lot of people are searching. They've done what they've done maybe for the last many years because, well, it's what they started off doing is what they had to do. And a lot of people are searching for that new passion and they don't, uh, they don't necessarily know what that is. How does someone go about figuring out, am I doing what I'm really passionate about or, or what should I be doing? You know, you just really put your finger on it. Uh, you can't figure out what, what your passion is because figuring out is a logical process and passion is an emotional experience. Most people, so many people don't know what they want and it's because they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to logically deduce it. They're looking at like a menu of what's available and, and trying to do deductive reasoning. Well, it's not that, it's not that, it must be that. The only way you can actually ascertain the answer to the question, what do I want? the most, you know, what is my passion, is to go inside and ask your heart, uh, what do I want the most? And then use intuition. 
It's not a logical process. It's an intuitive process. What, what, what turns me on? What makes me excited? What, what gets my juices boiling? You know, it's, it's an emotional question you have to answer through an intuitive process, not through a logical deductive process. And so many people don't do that. They're just trying to look out there for what they want, like, like on a menu, but it's, it's, not, it's not out there. It's in here. So sit quietly, use a process of uh, like a meditation process, take a deep breath, ah, calm the mind, and then ask, not just what do I want, because there are potentially hundreds of answers to question, that question. It's what do I want the most? What do I want more than anything else? What would, what would be the most exciting thing I could possibly ever experience? That's what you want to ask. Well, a lot of people probably did that when they were children. And then they became adults and they said, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I've got to pay bills. I've got to raise a family. I've got a lot of responsibilities and I just don't see how, well, for, for most people, I would have to say, I don't see how um, following that passion is going to get me where I want. Um, and now there's, there's a lot of people that are reemerging at the back end of that cycle of raising families and children and saying, now I, I'm not so worried about uh, paying the bills and financially I'm, I'm much better off. Um, now I can explore that. And I've heard from so many people, I'm sure you have, that once they, once they did that exercise and it clicked in, there was a piece that came over them like, yeah, that's it. That's, that's who I am. That's who I've been all along. Now I can actually do something about it. Is that an experience that you, you feel a lot of people are having as well? Oh yeah, so especially in you know our age, you know, in the fifties and sixties and seventies, you know, it's, it's you know when when uh, you got some life experience under your belt and and you've got your finances handled a little better, it's much, you know, it feels much safer. See, that's that's the problem, really, is that people feel so unsafe that you can't access your intuition when you feel unsafe because see, survival trumps self improvement. You know, if you're if you never. If you think about the, the the human being like a vehicle, like an automobile, with the thoughts as the steering wheel and the fear is the brake and the joy and happiness and love is the accelerator, well, it begins the question of who's driving the car. And and often it's the ego, the fear of survival part that's driving the car away from what you don't want, away from what you're afraid of. The problem with moving away from what you don't want is it doesn't necessarily move you toward what you do want. Usually, in fact, it doesn't. But when you feel safe, then ego can sort of ride shotgun and you know, it'll take over at a moment's notice if there's any danger real or imaginary, but your higher consciousness, your intuition can drive the car toward what you want, toward what you love, toward what makes you happy. So, so the, the secret is to feel safe. That's really one of the, the first secret to happiness to me is to feel safe. And, and the way you feel safe is to let your brain know you're not in danger. And the way your brain thinks you're in danger is by breathing shallow or holding your breath. And when you breathe deeply, the brain knows you're safe. So it's such a power. Breathing is such a powerful tool for the human mind. If you can slow your mind down and take a deep breath, your brain goes, oh, I must be safe. If I was in danger, I'd be holding my breath. I'd be ready to run. I'd be ready to hit. But if I can take a deep breath, a sigh of relief kind of breath, then I feel safe. And that's, the, that's really the induction to any meditation technique or self-hypnosis or neuro-linguistic right. programming or biofeedback. It always starts with the deep breath. Dane, deep breathing signals to your brain that you're safe. That's, that's a simple revolution <laughs> for a lot it of is. people. It is. It's so simple, and yet uh, it, it makes so much sense. Um, and, and so as a beginning point for people to 
to um, enter into a zone where they don't have that vice grip around their brain uh, and they can think freely and quietly and calmly and become and find their passion. That that's, sounds like a, a logical first step. What are some of the benefits of living with less stress and more passion? Well, um, I guess just happiness, you know what I mean? Like uh, well-being, that's such a powerful part. I mean, your previous guest, Dr. Jerry, who I've been a fan of for decades, uh, was talking about happiness. And that's really, that's what, when you ask people, what do you want? You know, when they get down to the core of what they want, they want to be happy, that, which means they don't want to be afraid. They don't want to be uh, living life in stress. And, and there's so many benefits of doing that. You, you get to move toward what you want. You get the physical benefits of, of health and well-being. You get to feel safe. You get the experience of growth, success, fulfillment. You know, there's just so many incredible benefits of being happy, and it all starts with feeling safe uh, and having a vision, a dream that you want and feeling like you're moving toward it. You know, one of the wonderful things is you really don't have to accomplish your goals to be happy. Happiness comes from moving toward getting what you want, uh, even mm-hmm. if you never get there. You know, just going there is what makes you happy. So so have a dream, feel like you're moving toward it. It's just a, such a wonderful, fulfilling experience. And, and you know, there's so many other benefits you get. You, you, the idea of, of passion and enthusiasm in your life, the idea of, of, of positive thinking and optimism. You know, and to me, but besides breathing, there's one so simple thing to do uh, to to launch happiness in your life. And it's I think it's the most powerful of all of them, and it's gratitude and kindness. You know, just feeling appreciative, feeling grateful, and experiencing being kind. Those two things, gratitude and kindness to me, it's just the, the along with breathing are the entry points to, to being happy, and all the benefits accrue from just starting there. Amen. And so the, the attitude of gratitude, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, definitely yeah, that's a, a way to, uh, and I've heard some people say, you know, start every day as soon as you wake up with the attitude of gratitude and it'll change your outlook on life. And let's talk about that, about, about uh, some of the other benefits of having that positive, like the back to the beach boys, positive vibrations and, and, and how that impacts other and that that can help to um, uh, attract um, people uh, that can help you in your endeavors as well. Uh, I don't think we give enough credence sometimes to the impact of vibrations uh, of, of everything that we do. And when we're stressed out, we're given off those negative vibrations that repel people. But when we're in a positive mode, when we're pursuing our passion, we're attracting people and it's the kind of the law of the universe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's so powerful. You know, you, you go to the supermarket and you go to the checkout stand and the guy or woman behind, you know, that's checking out, you know, is just dealing with unhappy people all the time. It costs them. Smile at them and say something nice. Thank them for the service, and you've made their day. They'll go home. They'll tell their family that, that this person said this nice thing to them. Uh, it, it, you can change a whole person's experience of life by one positive smile and one positive comment. I remember I was on an airplane uh, a couple of months ago, and you know how when the captain or the pilot comes out to, to use the restroom, they have to, like, block the gate, you know, now these days since 9-11. Well, you know, mm-hmm. they're so used to people complaining about that, but I went up after that. And I said to the, the stewardess, uh, the flight attendant, I said, I said, thank you for keeping us safe. 
And they just beamed and they just, they, you know, when I got out of the restroom, they just pulled me aside and said, we're so grateful you said that to us. You know, that was such a powerful thing that people actually acknowledge that's what we're doing. We're not like trying to make their life difficult. We're trying to keep them safe. Sometimes just a smile and a positive comment beaming out that thing changes people's lives. And then, of course, they change people's lives and they change people's lives. It's it's a wonderful experience. And, and um you know, my, I think my favorite quote of all time, the Dalai Lama said, whenever possible, be kind. And it's always possible. You know, just that, mm. just keeping that in mind. It's so, so powerful in my life. Whenever possible, be kind. I like so how does focus passion help be um, better and faster and I understand smarter and happier? Um, how does it, how, how else does it help you to be more uh, productive in your endeavors? Well, you know, human beings have positive and negative thoughts. And, you know, all our lives we're told about the positive power of positive thinking. But positive thinking doesn't mean only have positive thoughts. It means do something positive with all of your thoughts. And one of the powers of, of focused passion is to learn how to be the observer, be mindful of your thoughts and feelings. And whenever you do have a negative thought or a negative feeling, and you want to have them, you know, they're valuable to have. What you do is you experience the negative thought or negative feeling, and then you take a deep breath so the brain knows you're not really in danger. There's no, you know, you're actually safe. And actually, when you do that, your brain eliminates some of the power of that negative thought and negative feeling. It, it gets actually weaker. The only power a negative thought or a negative feeling has is to cause you to get stressed, you know, to cause you to hold your breath and tighten your muscles. But when you respond to a negative thought or a negative feeling with a positive experience, then it takes away. Anytime you face fear with a deep breath, the fear diminishes. Anytime you face fear and hold your breath, freezes. So one of the powers of, of a focused passion is to learn to become mindful and pay attention to your thoughts and feelings and to be able to experience and embrace your positive thoughts and positive feelings and to be able to experience and then release the power from your negative thoughts and negative feelings. And then every thought you think makes you feel good. I mean, it's so cool because when you have a negative thought, you take a deep breath and you get these endorphins and this endomorphin and all these wonderful chemicals through your body that make you feel good. And so whenever you have a positive thought or a positive feeling, you feel good. Whenever you have a negative thought or a negative feeling, you feel good. Every thought you think makes you feel good. And that's, that's the way the mind's designed. See, there is no self-sabotage mechanism built into the, the human mind. It's, it's, it's the, all self-sabotage comes from holding on to your negative thoughts, not from having them, but from, from experiencing them and, and tightening up and holding on to them and increasing the power of them. But if you experience them in a positive way, like, oh, I'm so glad I got that out of my system. Oh, it felt so good to release that thought or that feeling. Then every thought you think makes you feel good. And that's the way the human mind's designed. That's fascinating, and you know, it sounds like you know what you're what you're talking about is is realizing that there are many layers of you, uh, many layers of of each individual, and and the is going to react how the body is going to react because it's been doing that forever since it, as it was developed as an organism, and just because of that, the overriding the the kind of top of self has to look down and and get back in charge and say, wait a minute this is this is fear i know how to deal with fear or you know this is how it, it's complicated to explain but the 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 upper layer of eunice i guess is saying this is fear take a deep breath body you're okay mind you're okay um let's exactly. now let's deal with it exactly. and yeah, that's that, that, that's that what you're talking about reaction, becoming mindful that, that, 
I'm sorry, that, that knee-jerk reaction, that autopilot thing, is not who you really are. And, and that the real you-ness, as you were just describing, is that ability to look at those behaviors and choose to respond to them uh, in appropriate ways. It's fascinating. I mean, the, the whole mechanism of the, the, uh, the spiritual side of the, of the body, um, uh, it, it is just a, such a fascinating topic. And positive outcomes come from positive people. And, and Stephen, we're sure glad you show. Tell us about your book, Focus, Passion, How to Be Better, Faster, Smarter, and Happier with Far Less Stress and Much More Passion. What kind of comments have you heard from people who have read it and who should read it? Oh, well, guys, go to Amazon and look it up. I've got like a dozen um, reviews, and all of them are just glowing in one of all five-star reviews, nothing but five-star reviews. And, and you know, it, 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 I'm really proud of this book because basically it took me quite a few years to write it because it was a 550-page book that I had to bring down to like 100 and some odd pages, you know, because I knew <laughs> that people don't read big old books. You know, and I do, but most people don't. So, so I, I like it was surgery. Like every paragraph I read, I, it, would it survive without that? How would I say that in a, in a shorter, more succinct way? And I got it down to really the essence, and that's what it feels like. It's just the essence of how to be better, faster, smarter, and happier. And it's all about living out of stress by releasing your negative thoughts and negative feelings when they come up, and by frequently taking yourself on little mini mini meditations, little 20-second meditations, creating in your mind a peaceful place to feel safe and, and, and let go of the tension, anxiety, confusion. The, the antidote to feeling stressed is to feel safe. Feel safe, not think you're safe. So by going in a little meditation to a, an imaginary peaceful place or a, a remembered peaceful place, the body, the subconscious doesn't know real from imaginary, so the body and mind feel safe. And just 20 seconds to the subconscious mind is a long time, a long time. You have dreams that seem to be hours long in three or four seconds. So 20 seconds is plenty of time to let go of tension, anxiety, and confusion and replace it with relaxation, calmness, and clarity. So the secret to the book is two stress management techniques. One, letting go of the, uh, the kind of stress that causes you acute stress, the, the way you respond to danger, mostly imaginary danger, worry, thoughts, and anxiety feelings. And to deal with the chronic stress, the, the accumulated overwhelm stress, by frequently taking yourself once an hour for 20 seconds on a little mini vacation away from the stressful world. Those are the two primary techniques involved in focus passion. And in using those techniques, you live your life better, faster, smarter, and happier. You, you, you do not multitask. You focus your passion on each individual event of your life, and by giving it your all, you do your best, you have your best experience. It's, it's really a wonderful book on how to live your life out of stress in a state of focused passion. Well, you know, we all, we all plan vacations to reduce our stress and get away, so having a, a mechanism and a method to take mini vacations even throughout the day it sounds like a wonderful topic and a, and a great read. Again, it's called Focused Passion, How to Be Better, Faster, Smarter, and Happier with Far Less Stress and Much More Passion by Stephen Snyder on Amazon.com. And Stephen, thanks very much. Again, pleasure to talk with you and aloha. Hope all, all is well aloha. with you. And uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch again soon, I'm sure. Wonderful. I, I love talking to you, Bill. Thanks so much and aloha and mahalo. All right, mahalo. Thank you. Talk to you later. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? 
At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 